Welcome to the Stuttering Mind podcast. I'm Rama Siva, author and speech coach, bringing you interviews, inspiration and information on stuttering and stammering. You can find the episode show notes, your free seven-step guide to expressing yourself and lots more information at stutteringmind.com. Let's get started. This is episode number 12. In today's episode, we have Laron Barton, who is a writer and speaker. He's from Kansas City and now lives in San Francisco, California. He has published essays and articles about race, mass incarceration, politics and dating. He has appeared in Al Jazeera, TEDx, Salon, Black Enterprise, The Good Men Project and Racketeer. I am honored to have Leron Barton on Stuttering Mind. Welcome, Leron. Thank you so much for having me, man. I I really appreciate it. Um, I uh, and I really appreciate what what you do, giving a platform to people who stutter. So I'm I'm, I'm very honored to be on your podcast. Thank you too, Leron. What is your earliest memory of stuttering or trying to get your words out? Um, my earliest memory was, was when I was a child. Um, I remember that I would be in, in school, I guess, I guess you guys would call it prim- primary school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd be like in like the, uh, you know, fifth or sixth, you know, like fourth or fifth grade. And I try to uh, talk and I noticed that I would have a, I would str- be struggling getting out, getting out words. And then, you know, it kind of would kind of, at that time, you know, from primary to secondary school, you know, it, it would sort of uh, come and go, right? Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until like my 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 mid twenties that it just sort of stayed with me, you you know, and just yeah, you know, it I just been sort of stuttering regularly ever since. Okay, and does anyone else in your family stutter? Yes. Uh, so my so my father has a stutter and my brother has, has a slight stutter, but but out of the three of us, I have the the biggest stutter. So, okay, and was that something that you noticed quite early on? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. You know, it's funny. It's like my dad. You know, he he would say, "Oh, you know, that's just uh, that's just because you know your brain's working faster than your mouth." So you know at least, you know, you have a brain, like, you know what I mean? So, you know, he would, he would kind of make light of it, but yeah, like my family would never make me feel bad about having a stutter. Yeah. So apart from your brother and your father, anyone else, any cousins, uncles? No. Okay. And, uh, do you have any more siblings? Uh, no, I do not. I just have one brother. He's my best friend in the entire world. Awesome. And he's younger than you. Uh, He's he is he is two years younger than I am. Okay, great. Are you uh, by any chance left-handed or any ma- any family members left-handed? Uh, no, man. Like um, I'm a righty. Uh, what about yourself? Um, I was born a left-handed, but my mom thought it was weird. I was writing with my really, <laughs> so she made me right-handed, and so wow. so subsequently, I always thought perhaps. If I hadn't been transferred to become a righty, I may or may not have developed right. stuttering. Hence my question. Wow. 
Wow, that's wow, that that's pretty cool. How how you were like, uh, sort of, um, I, I guess you were educated to be a right a right-handed person. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I now I have a, a two and a half year old son, and okay. um, right on, congratulations. Thank you, and, and he's predominantly left-handed, although he oh. although he's picked up his pen with his right hand but he does a lot of things with the left hand, you know, like open bottles and open okay. and, and sure. So I noticed so, that he's left hand. So, so, I mean, he could be ambi ambidextrous, right? Yes. Yes. I hope so. Um, I hope he will become like Leonardo da Vinci, who is ambidextrous. Uh, right. Yeah. Like that'd be really cool. And uh, did you know anyone else who started while growing up? Um, uh, no. So, you know, that was the thing, like, you know, uh, stuttering was something that, uh, that I just did. I'm, uh, I'm, I mean, out, I mean, outside of my, uh, Im immediate family, Rama, like I didn't know anybody who, uh, who stuttered, like, you know, so, 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 you know, that was, uh, that was an interesting thing in, in itself. I just felt like, oh, okay. So I'm the only person with this, uh, affliction. Mm -hmm. And uh, were you able to read out aloud or speak out aloud without the k, classic blocking or s, s, stumbling when you were completely alone, Laron? So, uh, so you were asking, uh, did I uh, did I stutter by myself when I was uh, reading or talking myself? Exactly, because because I, because I, you know I have a lot of conversations uh, with Laron. Like he's a, a you know he's a pretty good audience. Uh, so <laughs> no, you know what uh, you know um and uh and that's the funny thing, right? Is like I never I I rarely ever stutter by myself. Like you mm. know the only time that that I stuttered by the stutter by myself, Rama, is when I am um is is when I trip over my words because I'm trying to go so fast. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm simply trying to, um, trying to, um, say every, say everything so quickly, you know, I'll trip over my words, but it's not a, a, a true stutter. Yeah. Excellent. And when did you start speech therapy? So that's a really interesting question. Um, I never really started speech therapy. Um, my mother, she just plainly put, man, she just, she just didn't have the money. Like, you know, like, you know, so we didn't have the resources. And so, um, my mother would just encourage me to just, you know, slow my, you know, like slow everything down. You, you know, don't, don't get flustered because when I stutter Rama, it's because of, you know, anxiety. Right. So like, I'm, I'm getting really, getting really anxious. Like, you know, I always tell people like, you know, I started when I am asked to introduce myself, right? It's, it's because I'm like, oh, I was like, okay, okay, you know, this is the first time um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with somebody, and um, and you know, I have to introduce myself, so I would be worried about, you know, people sort of, I'm gonna be worried about um, people sort of like figuring out, oh, okay, well, uh, okay, well, you know, he stutters. Hmm. Mm. Okay, and wh what were your feelings and thoughts about yourself? Did you feel different because you were stumbling? Uh, yeah, there would be times where 
there were there would be times where I would uh I would I would feel like I would feel like there was something wrong with me. I mean, well, I I shouldn't say that there there would be times that where I wish that that I that I could talk normal, right? Because I mean, you know, there there would just be people that would just talk very as as they say fluent, and yeah. you know why am I, you know, why am I the person that's not able to speak fluent? You know, why, you know, why am I, you know, the person who struggles to say his name or to, you know, if I, you know, if I want to have a conversation with, uh, with somebody, you know, why is it such a hard thing? And so, you know, it would get me down, man. And I mean, you know, it would definitely beat up on like my self-esteem. How was your speech with your family members and close school friends? Do you remember stuttering with them? Yeah, I mean, you know, like I, gosh, like you know, I I didn't really stutter with stutter with my family because I always felt really close. You know, it was just, I mean, like my family and I, you know, you know, we're pretty close, so I never really stuttered with them. But you know, there are times now, you know, where like I study with my lady, like I stuttered with my lady, like you know, with my fiance. There are times where I stutter with close friends. And that's only because I'm either really excited or I call the, uh, or I just, I just, for some reason, man, I just start stuttering and I, and, and I just can't, and I just can't help it. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things where I just have to just work through it. I mean, look, I'm 40 years old, Rama, and there are days where I just stutter and, and I, and I can't stop it, you know, and I stutter with, you know, friends and, you know, people that, that I've been comfortable with for years. And I, and I, I just, just, you know, start, start stuttering. I mean, oh. so it's, it's just, it's just one of those, it's one of those things that I've just kind of just, I mean, it's, it's, it's here. There's no cure for it. So, and I'm just going to keep stuttering. So, hmm. you know, it is what it is. Leron, does it matter if it, if you stutter with your fiance? No. No, so one of the great things about my fiance is that she never makes me feel bad about about stuttering. You know, like when I met her, I think like the first or second date, you know, she kind of noticed that I had a stutter and she didn't bring it up. <laughs> she, I guess she, she told me she was waiting for me to bring it up. And I was mm. like, yeah, so it, it's, it's like I'll tell like, you know, anyone like that, okay, if we're going to be spending a, a considerable amount of time, I'm going to say, hey, so as you notice, I have a stutter. So mm. it's like you, like, you, like, you know, let's, let's, let's not try to like move around this thing. Let's just sort of a address it, you know? Yeah. And how was your personality? Did stuttering affect you in any way? Yeah, man. I mean, like, I'm, I, I like to... To, to consider myself to be a fairly out a going guy and so when mm. you're when you stutter you know you're you're kind of afraid to speak because if you speak you may you may stutter you don't really know when you're going to start stuttering or it's like if if you meet somebody you know if you if you meet someone who's, who's attractive and you want to talk to them and you're so you're so anxious and you're so you know you just want to just like say something so it's almost like you're sort of psyching yourself out and so, yes. you know, you, and so, you know, you know, you start stuttering, you know, there are times that where I did not uh, talk to people because I knew that, uh, because I knew that I would start stuttering. And so, you know, there are times in, in my life where I didn't make a contribution or I didn't say something because, uh, because I thought that I was going to stutter. So, 
And how was it when you first started dating your fiance? Uh, could you uh, could you share some of your speech, how it was, and how you felt as a, as a person? You you know I I mean, like any like anybody. Well, so first off, like you know, again, you know, she's very very positive, and she refused to make me feel bad or to like belittle me because I because I said her like matter of fact I'll go on like anybody that I ever that I ever dated has they've never made me feel and and that's because anytime you know I would start stuttering and someone would like smirk I I kind of knew like okay this is somebody that I don't need in my life and mm-hmm. so with you know Michelle she never made me feel bad she 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 never made me feel like I needed to like hide my stutter and so that only boosted my confidence so Rami it goes to show you that when you're dating somebody and when you have a stutter date somebody that makes you feel comfortable that doesn't make you feel ashamed of your ailment and I shouldn't call it an ailment but just you know we all think about our our, our stutter in different ways so I would just make sh- I would just recommend or you know I would tell somebody date somebody that doesn't make you feel bad about your stutter. Cool, cool. Yeah. Do you think talking about your stutter openly has helped you reduce your fear of your speaking ability and hence you have 100%. 100%. And I'll uh, and I'll tell you why because it takes the sting out of it, man. I mean it's like, you know, when you tell somebody up front, listen, you know, I, you know, I have a stutter. Like a lot of times we're so concerned about not stuttering that we end up stuttering. Right. So it's like, it's, it's not that, it's not that we're concerned about stuttering. It's that we're concerned about not stuttering. Right. So if we just sort of just realize, okay, you know what, it's not a big deal. Right. It's not like I've only got turned down for for one day because I stuttered. That's it, and it and it and and it turned and it turned out it means like it turned out well, right? So if you if if you just sort of just like just take your mind off the the fact that like okay, don't be so preoccupied with with stuttering. Just say hey, you know what? Listen, you know uh, you know you know Laron. Look, you know you you know you stutter. And it's and it's not that big of a deal, you know. If you trip over a couple words, so so what? Just just keep moving. Amazing. Well done. Thank you for that. Um, like many people who stutter, la Laron, saying my name was a challenge. What Absolutely. challenging words or sounds or situations did you have? Uh, definitely introducing myself to a crowd. You know, whenever for me, it's always the the start of this of the speech you know it's like okay so like as soon as i get over like that hump everything's downhill right um when i'm trying to tell a joke sometimes it's not as fluid you know because i'm because i mean that's just the way that that i speak um you you, you know and and i would also say you know my you know my name i mean i mean sometimes you know when i'm in social situations and when I have a little bit of anxiety, it's easier to say Ron than to say LaRon. 
you know, because Ron is just, it's just one syllable, it's just Ron, but Leron is two syllables. And, you know, it's, you know, it's an interesting word. It's just like Rama is just like one syllable, right? But it's like Leron's like two. So yeah, you know, uh, I, I have those, I, I have those same challenges as, as well, Rama. Leron, when I was 35, I c- couldn't say my name, Rama. And, uh-huh. I, and I had to say Ram or Lucky Rams. Similar, right. similar to you, I just couldn't say a two-syllable word, Rama. I'll just get frozen. And that, and had been in speech therapy since the age of eight. So, okay. I, was, so I was struggling, man. So I hear you when, when you say sometimes it's easier to say Ron. Yeah. Ron, so. Yeah, man. I mean, it, you know, so, you know, it's funny. It's like, um, and, you know, if he's listening, shout out to Bailey. Uh, he's, a, he's, he's a speech pathologist, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, you know, he's a part of a, part of a, a Southern group in San Francisco. And so I asked Bailey, I was like, um, you know, some, some, sometimes we as stutter, stutterers, we will, you know, omit certain words or, or we will say sort of filler words to sort of, to sort of get us around saying something. I mean, or, you know, to like, for example, you'll say something in front of Rama to sort of make it smoother, to, to, to make it easier for you to say Rama. Have you ever done that? Yes, many times in the past, I used, okay. I used many tricks to get out, get out the words, you know? Right. Ex- yeah, dude, uh, dude, like there's a lot of tricks to learn. So <laughs> when I talked to Bailey about this, I was like, do you know, do you ever omit certain words? And, and he said, and, and he said, no, because that's not facing the, facing the problem. And I was like, wow, that's, that's, that's real. Like, that's not admitting to our to ourselves what the real issue is. Yes. So that guy, he's a speech therapist. So, yes, sir. And he's a personal status. Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. What was your first job, and how was the speech? Uh, so my first job was uh, I actually was a custodian for uh, I I was I, I no I shouldn't say custodian I worked in a school so in kansas city we had these sort of these uh summer sorry summer job programs where they were mandated by the state or by the city and you know kids people under 16 could work and so i worked in a cafeteria and you know again like my speech wasn't a problem like you like do like there would be like several months that i would go without stuttering so again like the stuttering which is coming waves so you know i remember being in high school like my favorite job of all time is working at the candy barrel it's a can it's a candy shop in kansas city missouri in this place called crown center and i would never have a problem with my uh, with my stutter like I, it just it just would never happen so it didn't really become a sort of a issue i mean it I mean it was an issue but it didn't become a serious issue until when i was in college and i had to do presentations or when i was starting to look for a job and that's when i had to like present and talk and you and you know public speaking can be pretty uh 
can be pretty, pretty, pretty daunting, right? So it's one of those things where like, you know, many people don't like doing it. And so that would, that would definitely kind of, uh, kind of like worry me. Mm-hmm. Leron, did you ever feel depressed or d- down due to the stuttering? Absolutely, man. Um, you know, uh, again, Rama, it's one of those things where it's like, I wish that, that I could talk normal, you know? I mean, there'd be times where I would just be so depressed or just so down about not being able to, you know, communicate a sentence properly where, you know, I couldn't, you know, I, like I would just have trouble just saying like certain words. I mean, some, I mean, you know, you know, this just, you know, having trouble like introducing yourself to, to somebody that you don't know, or, you know, definitely like the, the job interview. I mean, there were times where I would do great on the phone. Right. And then in person, I would just be terrible. You know, when I met my current manager, I couldn't stop stuttering. And, you know, he didn't think anything of it. Like, you know, there was a time where I had to be for a job and I, and, I, and I didn't get it because I would say, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, you know, just, just that. And uh, the um, recruiter communicated that. She said, well, this guy has to be in, in front of, you know, executives. And he says, uh, a lot. So I just, you know, so I didn't get that job. So I will be afraid. I mean, the interview was such a stressful thing for me, as well as, you know, getting up in front of people and speaking. That was a, that was, a, and, and it sort of continues to be a, a stressful thing because again, it's like getting, getting, getting the speech started, you know, it's like, you know, I don't want to stumble out of the, out of the gate, you know? So it's, it's, you know, it, it could be, you know, it still is something that bothers me. I mean, something that is a point of stress, stress mm-hmm. and, and fear. Mm. Why did you want to be on TEDx and how long did you prepare for it? Um, so the TEDx was a, a dream of mine. I've been wanting to, to do TEDx for years. I, uh, I heard the uh, TEDx of a uh, guy by the name of uh, Sir Ken Robinson. Um, have, have you ever heard of him? I haven't, no. Okay, yeah. So he, well, you know, you know really cool guy. So he, he did a TEDx on, on, on education and he talked about there doesn't need, there doesn't need to be an, an evolution, but there needs to be a revolution of education. And I just thought his, his TED talk was just amazing. I was like, I want to do that. And the, the um, TED name is so strong. I mean, just to be involved, just to be associated with, with that is incredible. And so what I, so what I did, man, is, is that I, uh, I prepared. It took me like three, four months to, to prepare. I, I worked with a wonderful woman by the name of Mayor Marshall Van, Van, Van Zandt. And she and I would just sort of go through my speech. Hey, you know, I like this. Why don't you add this? And I mean, I, you know, Rama, like I recited my speech almost every, every day, mul- multiple times a day. And yeah. because I just wanted, because I wanted to get it, to get it right. I wanted to be just crisp. You know, I said it to my fiance almost every day. She got tired of it. I said it to, you know, one of my really good friends, shout out to David Chastain. Uh, I just, I said it to a lot of, to, I said it so many times and, and ended up being, being, you know, what it, 
what it was, I mean, that was through preparation, you know, I mean, I, I, I practiced so, I mean, I would just walk, see what I did. And this is something that I recommend to everyone, even people who, 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 who don't stutter is that, um, you want to, uh, record yourself saying the speech, save it as a, some type of voice file on, you know, on your phone and listen to it like, you know, almost every, every day. And that way you will, uh, you will start to memorize the speech and you will, and you'll get sort of like the, the speed of it. And, you know, it definitely, it definitely worked for me. Great. Thank you for that. No problem, man. Do you find it's easier to speak to other people who stutter? Uh, it, it doesn't, well, I mean, gosh, you know, I, I, I shouldn't say that I'm, I'm not being truthful. Um, it, I mean, there's obviously uh, a, uh, a sort of a, a shared common experience, right? You, you know, I know, what, I know what they're going through. They know what I'm going through. And, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm patient. I never make them feel bad be, because I'm one of them. You, you dig? So mm-hmm. um, I, I just, I try to, I, 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 I try to, I, I just try to be there, man. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried drama or singing? No. Um, so, you know, I'm a writer. Um, I cannot sing. Uh, my fiance, mm-hmm. she's a great singer. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a singer. Uh, act, acting, man, I'd rather kind of be uh, behind the scenes, man, and uh, just really like, you know, writing, you know, writing and or producing or, or directing the uh, directing the art i don't i don't i don't don't need to be in front of the camera cool cool and are there any situations where you never never ever stutter at all uh oh man i mean like um i i mean i've stuttered podcasts i've stuttered uh on tv i've stuttered in front of people i've stuttered i mean with uh with with uh, the opposite sex on dates. I've stuttered with friends. I mean, the only time that I, I mean, gosh, I've even like maybe stuttered, you know, like, you know, with my family. I'm, 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 I mean, there's not one time that I don't stutter maybe by myself. And, and that's because I'm, I'm talking to me. So like, I know I'm, I'm not trying to impress me, but you know, like, um, I, you know, I, I know what it is. So, yeah, but, but I mean, there's not one social situation that I have not stuttered in. Yeah, I think you raised an important point. Uh, you're not trying to impress you. So when you're, talking, exactly. when you're talking to other people, you're trying to impress them. Hence, you stutter because you don't want to stutter. Absolutely. What about, do you stutter when you're angry? No, no, I do not, no. Um, no, you know, I, I don't really get, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty mellow, mellow guy. I mean, I really don't get angry too much. I mean, you know, maybe if someone like says something silly, like Justin Timberlake is the best singer in the world, uh, then I'll probably get like a little like irritated, but, uh, but I mean, it's like, no, like I don't, I don't really get angry, man. No, you know, and when I, and, 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 and when I get angry, Rama, I, I don't really, I don't really stutter. Fantastic. And what about when you whisper? Do you stutter when you whisper? No, not at all. Cool, cool. And 
what has been the one thing or maybe three things that has helped you the most in being able to express yourself now that you're 40? Self-confidence, uh, knowing that, you know, I'm not knowing that I'm the man, knowing that, uh, that I've, I've accomplished a, a lot, you know, self-confidence, man. I mean, I believe in myself. So, you know, I'm willing to bet all the chips on, my, on myself because I know who I am. I, I know what I can do and I know what needs to, I mean, like, I, I know how to do it, right? I mean, I, I, I just have a really great self-belief. Um, also, um, I, I don't really worry about what people think about me too much any, anymore. I think that a, a lot, of, and, and I guess this is, this is for me, this is for many people, Rama. I think a lot of us are so concerned with, uh, with how others view us that it's like, for me, I just, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, it, it just, it doesn't really bother me. And, uh, and, and finally, man, like, I just, I, I like, um, I, I like setting goals and reaching them. And, and, you know, I, I, um, I, you know, a bonus, like, I like helping people out. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm always, I'm always in service. You like, you know, I mean, it was something like that, uh, Snoop, Snoop Dogg said when, uh, when he was asked uh, about all his guest appearances and he said, well, I'm just being, I'm, I'm being of service. So I just, uh, you know, that's what, uh, that's what it's all about for me. You know, like, you know, it, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's awesome to, to do a lot of, to do a lot of things, man. But like, I, I just want to just inspire people and just tell them, Hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm from Southside Kansas, Missouri, man. Like I'm, I'm from the ghetto and I stutter and, and I can, and I've done all this stuff and, you know, you can do it. And I'm not saying that because it's, it's cliche and it's hokey, but I, but, you know, I truly believe it. I mean, you know, it, it takes work, but you know, that's the great part of the journey, right? It's like the work that you put in and, and once you arrive at it, once, once, once you hit your, once you hit your goal, mom, I mean, it's, it's, everything that came with it though you know amazing thank you for that and fi finally what's next for Leron button um i'm i'm gonna keep doing speaking engagements um like one like 100 continue to write i'm i'm writing on something now which which i think is just it's going it's going to be great um and i just you know i'm, I'm just gonna I just want to continue to in inspire people, man. Like, you know, I, uh, uh, I just, I just, I just want to be of service, man. Like I'm teaching a class at, I'm teaching a creative writing class at the San Francisco County jail, which is, which is this, is this incredible oppor opportunity. And, uh, I'm just, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just out here really trying to make a mark on the world, man. And, uh, you know, hopefully doing, hopefully doing, doing more podcasts, you know, Rama, I just want to say thank you for, allow me to be a guest on your show man i mean like you know i'm 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 always impressed when people who do have speech disorders you know, i mean look you know i got a speech and speech disorder you have a speech disorder and the fact that you're not allowing that to stop you and you've got a podcast and it's popular i mean dude like that's that's dope i mean so you know keep doing your thing man like you know you got support here Thank you, Leron. It's, uh, it means a lot. And just, just finally, one more question that popped to my mind. When you go into the San Francisco yes, County Jail, have you met other people who started there? 
Not, not yet. So, you know, that's, so, you know, that's one of the things is like, you know, I'm, when I'm talking to the guys, you know, I stutter and, you know, I'm, I'm look like, you know, they, you know, they, they notice, but like, no one's like, you know, come, you know, kind of came at me. Like, you know, no one's trying to make, try to make fun of me. And if, and if they, and if they do, well, then, you know, we will, we will handle it accordingly. But, you know, but you know, everyone's been, every everyone's been respectful. And, 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 you know, that's the thing, man, like, Rama, like that, I really want to tell everyone who's, who's listening is like, people really don't care that much just to be honest with you straight up people really don't give a damn like it's in your it's it's in your mind like it's in our mind do you like people aren't people aren't really like you know listen people aren't listening to your uh to your to your speech like that they don't really care man and it's it's like you know are you know are you are you a good person are you are you trying to convey something that people will that people will find fascinating are you trying your best? You know, I mean, are you know, are are you putting effort in, into it? You, you know, people people care about that, man. And like, just you know, your stutter, man. It's such it's such a small part of who we are. Man. It, it 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 really is. Indeed, indeed. Thank you so much for your time, Laron. It's been a pleasure uh, talking with you. Definitely, Rama, man. You take care, man. And uh, I, I, I cannot wait to hear this podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you found it really helpful. You may also like the backlist episodes and show notes at futuringmind.com forward slash podcast. You can also get the seven steps to expressing yourself free guide at futuringmind.com forward slash free guide. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. You can connect with me on all social media platforms I'm looking for Touching Mind. Thank you again and look forward to connecting with you.